0: And welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged, by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. (laughs) Hi. The question (laughs) on everybody's (laughs) lips, Ree, is... (laughs) Did you get your My Chemical Romance tickets?
1: I got the My Chemical Romance tickets! (laughs) (laughs) We got them! We got them! Uh, A a Uh, frequent topic of discussion on this pod is the fact that I am a 29-year-old emo and that my favorite band is My Chemical Romance and I'm sorry folks, you're gonna have to hear about it more today.
0: (laughs) I heard that the sequel for 40-Year-Old Virgin is actually called 29-Year-Old Emo.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm definitely not a 29-Year-Old Virgin, I can say that. (laughs) Um (laughs) Oh, we know. We know, we know. It's like, wow, Uh, what are Ree's two defining features, especially uh, in regards to the stuff that I talk about in this podcast, being an emo and being a slut. Hello, my name's Ree (laughs) Metzel, How you doing? (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, So sorry to just immediately hijack the pod with my good news, but it's great news.
0: I asked because I knew that we were going to talk about it. I thought, let's get of it course. out of the way, straight away. Get it
1: out of the way, nice and quickly. No, I am not in the mosh pit. Um, a few people have asked me that. Are you going in the mosh? Okay, look. So my whole thing is, I'm happy to go in the mosh depending on the venue. Not even necessarily Where depending on the band. It? It's very much depending on the venue. This is a kudos bank arena. At what? Literal, Literal arena. What's that? I, um, don't... I think, oh, fuck, it used to be called something else. Give me a sec. Let me Google it quickly. Let me Google it because it did used to be called something else. But anyway, I've been there before. The last time I was there to, was to see The Cure. Whoa. This is a huge venue. Yeah. Okay, Kudos, Bank, Arena, old name. Um, what was the old name? So it used to be called the Sydney Superdome. Oh, the That Olympic might sound a bit more familiar. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I performed little, yeah, there. You know part. what? I'm basically oh Gerard
0: Way. We both of Almost. us. <laughs> I have performed at that arena.
1: Oh my God. Amazing. Um, but yeah, like it's really big. Obviously. Yes. It's a fucking arena superdome type situation. My whole thing is I'm happy to go in the mosh at like smaller venues. Yeah. Because um it's a lot easier to get to the edge. It's a lot easier to like go and have a sit down and then come back. But this is a massive venue for a massive band. And if I was in the mosh and I tried to like take a rest at any point, they mm-hmm. would just throw me out of the mosh. Yep. They would throw me out of the mosh. This is um, a huge so, difference yeah. because the last time you saw My Chemical
0: Romance, I think was at mm-hmm. the at the sweat box at the Horton Pavilion. And that's, yeah, it was the Horton
1: Pavilion. That's not yeah. a big yeah. venue. Uh, uh, like it was big enough, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And it was incredible at the Horton Pavilion and I was in the mosh for that because that's, that's the kind of venue size that I can handle a mosh. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple other bands there. Uh, the most recent band I saw there was Alexis on Fire, another kind of email adjacent band. I saw them a couple years ago. I was in the mosh for that, but like you could go and stand at the side, like yeah. you could go and lean on the wall yeah. and, and you then wouldn't get, there was... you wouldn't get in trouble it's all general admission
0: at the Horden as well. Well, it was when I went yeah. and they've got the yeah, seats, yeah. the, um, what do you the call seats it? seats like up the back, like, um, bleacher seating, like at basketball. Yeah. Games. Yeah. They've got
1: bleacher seating up the back. Um, when I was at the My and Michael Romance gig there, I spent, I was in the mosh for some of it. And then I went up the back to the seats for like mm-hmm. the closing out of the show. Cause I got the shit kicked out of me in the mosh. Ooh. Um, yeah, um, I had to get a a, a friend to come and get me Yikes. after the gig who could drive, and I I bled all over his car. I'm so sorry to that person that <sighs> oh. I haven't spoken to in like ten years, uh. But yeah, uh, it was insane. So for this one, um, I'm happy to be seated. We yes. got really good seats. They're not like they're not super close to the stage into the mosh, but I'm fine with that. They're slightly higher up, which means we're actually going to have a better view of the stage. Mm-hmm. But it's at, the, it's at the side as opposed to up the back. So we're still actually quite close mm. to the stage. So honestly, perfect for someone like me. Because um, as we've spoken about before, my legs don't work. Um, yes, I was going to say, so you're I, old yeah. and disabled now. So <laughs> yes, it's going to yes. be a big difference. Big difference. Yeah, because yeah, th- the last time I saw My Chemical Romance, I was 19. Fuck. And this time I will be 29. Because, 10 years yeah. oh my god yeah 10, ten years see ten i years can do math sometimes when much. it's yeah easy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's march next year um i was I'm gonna super ask yeah excited um me my housemate and a couple of my friends
0: very cool are you because they're saying that there's gonna be a second wave of covid are you concerned mm. at all? Not not that it's going to be postponed or cancelled, um, but are you concerned at all that there might be, um, like, an, not turn into a hotspot? But are you concerned at all of uh, transmission or anything
1: going to a big concert? I mean, look. There's risks of transmission anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're recording this, Victoria has just had another outbreak after doing a stellar job, and like you guys are still doing a stellar job, and we're very proud of you. And like, we love like you, Victoria. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get my Victorian listeners down and my friends because I have so many friends in Victoria, and I love all you guys. Um, but, yeah, like, things just happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, people can be super vigilant. A lot – basically everyone I know is being super fucking vigilant. Um, but sometimes things just happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did get um, – we got refund protection on the tickets. Oh, that's So good. if something does happen, we can get the money refunded. And also um, with this, because it's just them, it's their own shows – like if they have to cancel, they can reschedule and we can keep the tickets. Yeah, um, we. I was originally sorry. No, you go. <laughs> I was originally supposed to see them in March of this year at Download Festival, which straight up got cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, because it was a festival, and but we were mainly going to the festival to see MCR. When the festival was cancelled, um. Yeah, they can reschedule the festival, but there's not necessarily a chance that they'll be able to get the same bands. Right. So in that cho- in in that situation we opted to get a refund. Um, I'm going with the exact same people that I was supposed to go to this festival with. So I'm thrilled that I'm going to get to see MCR with this specific group of people. I'm really really excited. That's um, really good. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, because it's their own shows, if they need to reschedule like they're not going to have to coordinate with a festival full of bands they can just reschedule. So should be fine. Fingers crossed. <laughs> the last
0: uh I was supposed to go to see Sum41 and The Offspring. Um oh, last wow. year. That, but that would have that been was, sick. I know. And that was when COVID was just they were shutting the borders and they yeah. had to can they had to cancel it or they postponed it. Um, but mm. there's no word on when they're postponing it to. And it's going to be yeah. hard because unlike with MCR, it's two big bands that have to yeah. then They're, they're like co-headliners. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to make sure both of them can do it at this whatever time, blah, blah, blah. But who knows if that's going to happen. Um, last time I saw Sum 41 was at the UNS w roundhouse
1: oh the roundhouse my second ever concert my second ever concert i ever went to was at the roundhouse i went to see mindless self-indulgence at the roundhouse fun fact if you didn't know the bassist of my mindless self-indulgence is married to gerard way um (laughs) i'm jealous of her every day but yeah i was like 16 Um, and I was in the mosh for that and I was right up against the front barrier in my six inch Demonia platforms. I had the time of my life. I got my lungs crushed. It was fantastic. I I do miss going in the mosh. Like I'm going to be honest. Me
0: too. There's no way I could do it now.
1: My last big mosh experience was I went to the used at the Metro two nights in a row because they played their two first albums. It was like an anniversary tour. And I got to go in a circle pit and be in a wall of death.
2: Whoa. And
1: oh, my God, that was just such an experience. It's insane. But, like, again, the Metro, that's a pretty good size. Yeah, like, That's the kind of mosh where you can kind of, like, go off to the side yeah. and you're not going to get in trouble because it's a smaller venue. But, yeah, couldn't couldn't do that with this one. It's, like, very strict ticketing. I saw at the mm. same place that you're going to...
0: Mm -hmm. It was, I saw Metallica. Whoa. I saw Metallica there. I was in the mosh, but they'd split the floor into two sections, A and B. And I was B. So there was the A in the front and then me and, it was me and my dad. And we were there. And yeah, that was sick. It was so good. But it was also quite scary because I was, oh my gosh, when was it? Maybe 2000 and, oh, I want to say six.
1: Whoa, okay. So you to like look 17?
0: I was, yeah, I was a young uh, quote unquote girl mm. in the mosh pit with a bunch of 40, 50 year old men and also 18 year old boys. And it was, it, let's just say they didn't give a fuck that I was this young little thing. Yeah, They just didn't give a shit. And yeah. it was but it was such a good concert. They did uh, pyrotechnics at the start of one. They had boosh, boosh, like fireworks inside. Like it, it was so good.
1: Fuck, so I was going to ask how the mosh is going to
0: work, but yeah, I know how it's going to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just like general. Um, it's just general standing. So you get in there and you Fuck. fucking fight your way to the front. That's what I had to do at their last gig that I was at. I fought my way. Pretty close to the front, um, at the Horton, um, but you know what sucks is I can barely remember any of that gig. Like I, my, Mm. we, we love to have trauma brain. It's just fogged Mm -hmm. over for me. I seriously can remember so little of that gig, which makes me really sad, but makes me really happy that I'm, I'm going to get to, to go to this one upcoming. Now that I have a slightly, I, I get slightly less brain fog in terms of like newly forming memories, because, yeah. yeah, when I went to see them, I was a teenager in the midst of, like, a lot of shit going on in my life.
0: I think also with this MCR gig coming up, mm. by that point, everyone, well, who knows with the way the government's doing the rollout, but most people should be vaccinated by that point. So Fingers there's also a bloody
1: lot risk. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not eligible for it yet. So that's fun. Me either. And... We both should be.
0: We are both disabled. Yeah. We, I thought that I was fat enough for the COVID thing. Because if you're morbidly obese, you can get the COVID vaccine.
1: Okay. I
0: am close, but I'm not close enough to get the vaccine. So it's like, do I just wait or do I get a little bit fatter, oh. become eligible, <laughs> oh get goodness. the vaccine? And then, you know, go back oh. to being how I just, how my body generally settles. Fuck. But, That's yeah. ridiculous, people, man. people are very worried about the the vaccine still. A lot of the anti-vaxxers are still like, mm. oh, you're going to put microchips in us. Like, I... <laughs> I get that people are hesitant to try something that hasn't been around for long and there hasn't been enough, like a lot of testing and stuff like that. But the people who say that they don't want to get it because they think that it's an excuse to inject a microchip into us and track us to control us.
1: It's like... What Honey, do- I have some news about your smartphone.
2: <sighs>
1: yeah. They're already tracking They're- us. Exactly.
0: They're like, typing up their little fucking posts about how the government's going to track us through the vaccines. But bang. And they're
1: typing these on Facebook. Exactly. Facebook knows everything you do. I barely use it anymore. Uh, but I, I'm at the point where I just, I don't give a shit. Track away, Zuck. I don't care. Track Honestly? Me. Fucking who cares? I feel like.
0: <laughs> also, there's no... <sighs> no way that a microchip can fit into a little tiny needle and get injected in there and then they inject it into your bloodstream don't they like the injection the yeah that's just
1: gonna like circulate around your body I'm I'm and then you got this little chip pinging around (laughs) (laughs) pinging around like it's it's a game today I'm I'm gonna be in their hip oh today I'm gonna be in their toes today I'm gonna be in their intestines like fucking You have to try and find out where the
0: microchip is at that point, so you get a stud finder and you're like, it's like where's Wally, but it's where's Chippy? (laughs) Where's Chippy? (laughs) Where's Chippy? I I would love I would love a microchip. That would be cool. Wouldn't you I I, wanna be a (sighs) robot. It would be sick. I Exactly. I I obviously I have trouble a lot of trouble forming my thoughts into yeah. words a lot of the time. We're yeah, very aware we of that. <laughs> but if I could have a chip in me that read my thoughts and organized them for me and, like, applied them, I would be in heaven. And and I know, that, I know that's what a brain is supposed to do. That's what a brain's for. But we all know my brain doesn't yeah. work that way.
1: <laughs> no, I get it.
0: <laughs> I think basically what we're saying is we want to be cyborgs.
1: I would love to... Just any sort of human but not human thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I would love that. I grew up obsessed with vampires. Yes, you did. Like, you know, I would love to be anything. <laughs> have you played Cyberpunk? I have not. I The only gaming system I own is a Nintendo Switch. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Snap lately. That's been great. But no, I have not played Cyberpunk. I really like Cyberpunk. I stopped playing for a while because there was a massive,
0: um, obviously you've heard about the glitches and everything, but it just became unplayable for me at oh, some yeah. point. But I, it, in that, you're basically your cyborgs and you collect trash and you can sell it and you can earn, you can earn uh, credits for completing tasks and things like that. And then mm. you can go to this guy and he plugs you in and he can boost your stats with, like, if you earn enough credits. That's oh, fucking, sick. I want that. That's what I want. Rather than medication that. that I have to remember to take.
1: Just, just. <laughs> can we just get our stats upgraded? Just slide that
0: serotonin <laughs> level up, babe. Like, just plug oh, me in. Bloody
1: hell, yes, please.
0: <laughs> That's what I want. I right, Give me the vaccine. Oh, I, love I want that. my microchip. I want my levels fixed up. Just give it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect.
1: That would be sick. Wouldn't it? What? <laughs> like I I thought about I thought about that a lot. Um I I've seen like some memes on um like TikTok and like Twitter and stuff about um like if you're transgender, that means you've like unlocked the character customizer. Ooh. I love That's that shit. Cool. Personally, I love that shit. Do you know what's fucking fucked about
0: Michael? What I just I cannot get my head around it. Michael is Michael
1: is in your lovely husband Michael. Yes. that we love very much. Yep, I yes, my, I love my him. Best mate Mick. We love him, but he's fucked <laughs> because yes, he is fucked.
0: <sighs> he has this weird. He has ADHD, but other than that, he has this weird normie brain. And I can't understand it because when... Oh, I know he has normie brains. Yes. <laughs> when I play a game <laughs> and it's customizable, yeah. like Fallout or Cyberpunk, uh-huh. I make everything yes. look like me as much as I can. I oh, spent ages yeah, no.
1: making it perfect. Oh, hey. I do the, the same thing when I got Animal Crossing, when yep. I play The Sim, When I like, change oh, my hair... Yes.
0: I change it on all of my games as well. You change it? Yeah. It's you have to. Exactly. You have to. Because that's I me. need it to be me. I, inserting myself yeah. into that world. You know what he did when he got oh onto God, he... Cyberpunk? Oh. I had does to he leave. Did just
1: go with the default? Yes. Did he just go with the default? I had to oh. leave the room. Well, I was so. I mean. To be fair, the default does look like him because he is a white dude with brown hair. He went with the. No offense. He
0: went with the woman. He chose a woman. Oh, well, I mean, that's nice. Yeah, that's good. We love representation. But he just, I was watching him and he's like, I just want to play. I'm so impatient. I just want to play. And he just kept like pressing the yes button. He's like, yep, 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 yep. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my
1: God. I was like,
0: fuck, do I live with a fucking serial killer? Because that is some serial killer shit. (laughs)
1: Like someone needs to explain to him that customizing the character is playing. Exactly. That is part of playing. I think that it goes,
0: um, torturing animals, bedwetting, starting fires and not customizing your characters (laughs) when you play a video game. (laughs) All right.
1: Okay, so we need to watch out for the other symptoms of being a serial killer. Well, he would never... Michael, we you. Michael, we know you're listening. (laughs) He actually does though.
0: (laughs) Look, he hasn't wet the bed uh, as long as I've been with him. Good. He's vegan and loves animals. Uh So I don't think we have to worry about that and look yeah ping- uh, your whole your whole little family's vegan yes we are
1: all vegan yeah the
0: fire starting thing i'm not sure about i'll, I'll keep an eye out for it because it could go either way but <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. it could be starting fires like when you're not around like Ooh. that's the thing you need to look for evidence uh just like burn marks i will on things
0: I'm, like when you're cleaning
1: up. or when you're like tidying the house up just you gotta look for those fucking burn marks jace they can be there. they're gonna be around somewhere you know what my dad did once
0: <laughs> what my dad once was ironing and he he was trying to help my mom out with ironing but when mm. when he was adjusting the shirt that he was ironing he put the iron uh-huh. face down on the kitchen bench and our house was built in the 80s on the bench oh face God. down on the bench and oh. burnt a massive hole in the the plastic coating of the bench my mum was fucking furious I
1: can imagine.
0: I feel so bad for him because he was trying to do a nice thing and then he just, he fucked it up. And for years, until, you know, it's probably still like that unless the new owners of the house have renovated the kitchen. We had a placemat over that section for (gasps) years. So I've
1: probably... You, I have probably seen that on the bench. Absolutely. I don't know if I've seen the burn mark.
0: Yes, this was before yeah. your time, so you definitely would have been in the house sitting at that bench. You probably had a meal over oh, the top almost, of that.
1: <laughs> certainly. But it may almost ah oh, makes me yeah, laugh because you would have wouldn't have eaten some plain Doritos yeah, on that bench. Yep.
0: You and those plain me and Doritos. My not eating
1: anything. <laughs>
0: Um <laughs> It makes me laugh because me and my dad did the same thing, trying to do a nice thing for my mum. <laughs> it was I remember one Mother's Day I got my brother up early and we were doing a Mother's Day breakfast and we had um, my mum liked lightly toasted rice cakes with I can't even remember what jam or something like that. So what? I put to- the rice to- cakes to- in the toaster. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> toasted <laughs> rice cake. Yeah. And just have bread, <laughs> just have bread. It was the nineties, babe. They weren't eating bread. <laughs> oh. So God. what me and my brother did but. is we put the rice cakes mm. in the toaster, but I didn't know that my mum put it, put the toaster all the way down to one and then I popped it up early because otherwise it wouldn't it, like, it cooks really quickly. And those, yeah. Uh, Cause they're fucking rice cakes. They're not bread. Those rice cakes. Sorry they're basic they I'm might as well be so fucking angry. um <laughs> plastic or you know made of styrofoam those things caught fire so fucking quickly they went Fuck up off, and, oh my god and then the curtain <laughs> the curtain caught on fire holy and shit and i was free i was like well,
1: ah! rice cakes are basically coasters honestly they are they are those they are those like cork Coasters from the 90s. Yes, I feel like
0: maybe it's Gabby's that's, fault yeah. then for eating toasted rice cakes yeah. because if she just
1: What ate... the fuck is your deal, Gabby? Bread.
0: Eat a coaster. <laughs> if she just or bread. eaten bread, uh, we wouldn't... Me and my just brother wouldn't have bread. had to wake her up early on Mother's Day so she
1: could put, oh my <laughs> put God. out the fire and start it. Jesus. I, <laughs> the last time I set fire to a kitchen mm. um, was... <laughs> What year are we in 2021? Um, under two years ago, (laughs) my, uh, one of my previous partners who I have mentioned before on this podcast, we love him to death. My lovely ex who lives in England. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was while he was over visiting. So this was the first time we had met each other in person. He came over for two weeks.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And we stayed in a couple of different Airbnbs and hotels. Hmm. So it was the second week of him being here and we were staying in an Airbnb that is actually very close to where my regular house is, Mm. (laughs) which is silly, but I'm going to justify it. You needed the privacy. Yeah, we wanted the privacy. I wanted to be able to show him around like my area and be like, hey, I love this bar and this restaurant and oh, this shop is cool and we're going to go to these places um, but also I didn't want my housemates to hear us fucking. <laughs> I just didn't want yes. that for them. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to like – it was the, our first-time meeting. I wanted yes. to just spend some time with him. So mm-hmm. we're in an Airbnb. Um, it's this lovely little like converted like warehouse situation in Newtown. It was gorgeous. I loved it. I want to go back. It was so nice. Come. Um, Take me. And it had a gap. It had a gas stove. Oh. I have never had a gas stove in my <laughs> oh, life. Oh no! I've never had a gas stove in oh, my fucking no. life. Electric or bust, baby. Which I know a lot of people are going to get angry at me for, but fuck it. It's a stove. Who cares? Um, and I was making dinner,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I the 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 pot that I was using didn't have didn't have as long a handle as I was used to, mm-hmm. so it was very hot. So I wrapped a tea towel around oh, it no. to pick it up. And that tea towel got in the flame mm-hmm. uh, and the tea towel set on fire. Oh. And I'm just like, uh, oh, fuck, babe. Ah, come on. Oh my um, God. So we set out the tea towel, but we're in a fucking Airbnb. <laughs> this is someone's property. <laughs> oh my so God. I'm looking at this tea towel. I'm like, shit, fuck, what are we going to do? Oh, my God, we won't get our money back. Blah. <laughs> uh, like, I'm panicking. We look at the tea towel and the brand name, there's a shop for that brand okay in broadway in broadway shopping center which is not Mm -hmm. far from me this angel of a man Mm -hmm. literally gets an uber to broadway and buys the exact same tea towel Wow! and we got away with it (laughs) whoa we got away with it yeah (laughs) thank god quick thinking too uh, he's he's a good boy. He's he's my honestly he's my favorite ex boyfriend. Like I'm not gonna lie, I talk to this guy every day. It, he just lives in England. It sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you if you follow me on Twitter, you can probably figure out who it is. Um. Like I don't like naming people, but I also give everyone heaps of hints, Sam. which is <laughs> yes, that's it. yeah. His name. All right, I love naming fine. people. His- his name is fucking Sam. Um, there you go, <laughs> Sam Chaplin, uh, one fucking half of the Cinema Swirl podcast. Yes, we're both podcasters. Whatever, friend of the um, pod. F- I guess friend of the plug. Yeah, he did. He did give me a couple of tips when we were first starting out. Which have was you nice.
0: used any of them?
1: No. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice for but, him to feel uh, wanted.
1: Yeah.
0: Needed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I mean, look, he, I, he did a very good job of replacing a tea towel at short notice. So look, thanks, babe. Um, when I die, <laughs>
0: I hope that someone can say something that good about me.
1: That you did a good job of replacing a tea towel at exactly. short notice. Yes. Okay, I'm keeping that one for your eulogy because obviously I will be the one giving it if you die before me. Yep, definitely. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start taking notes. Basically, you from should. today onwards, I'm taking. I'm taking potential eulogy notes for Jace, because it's. It's. It has to be me that gives it. Obviously, is
0: it fucked? Is it fucked that I kind of had this thought come to my mind when you said that? That as a bit, we should write each other eulogies. Jace. <laughs>
1: yes. I think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> all right okay we're giving ourselves homework again the, the, uh, the cameo homework is due in two weeks and we've given ourselves more homework yes. <laughs> do you still like me the only podcast with homework yes. i mean look there's probably other podcasts with homework but it's homework for the listeners this is homework for the fucking hosts. yeah we don't make you do the homework we make ourselves we don't do make the you hom- do the homework you know what? we make
0: it- ourselves do it i didn't even do homework in high school in the later years of high school me neither and yet, here I am, continuously giving us homework.
1: When I was um, a precocious little uh, gifted and talented kid in primary school mm. that completed everything early and it kind of all felt a little below my level, do you know what I asked my mother to do?
0: Write you homework.
1: Yes. I did I the exact more same homework. thing. Bloody hell. Okay. Okay. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone listening? If you had like, if you had like ADHD or, you know, fucking like gifted kid bullshit. Syndrome. Did you ask your parents for extra homework when you finished your homework? Because I, I think this is fairly common. I think it's fairly common. I would make
0: Gabby write me comprehension sheets for the books that Whoa. I was reading.
1: Oh oh my God. <laughs>
0: I can't remember if she actually... I think she did it once. I can't remember how yeah. many times she did it, but... Yeah. I, and the thing is, the books that I was reading weren't books that she had read, so I would have to explain... Mm. I was... I should have just written oh the homework my myself, but I would have to explain yeah. the plot so that she could write the comprehension sheet. <laughs> so sheets.
1: that she could write you the homework. <laughs> so that and I she can't even really
0: mark it. She
1: can't even <laughs> mark it because she hasn't read the fucking book. I got full marks for that homework, baby. I bet (laughs) you fucking did. My God. My goodness. That's ridiculous that we did that. Speaking of listeners'
0: feedback on topics we've discussed, I had a couple of people say uh, about last episode that they also have the high school timetable dream
1: regularly. Ooh. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. No, you know what? That's very interesting. Mm. Holy shit. No, I love that. I actually love that, that that's, like, a common thing because it, it's good to know that I'm – I mean, look, we know that I am insane, but it's good to know that, like, I'm not alone in that. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't yep. it? It's a scary dream to have. It makes you so nervous and, like, you feel out of place, but at the same time everything around you is so familiar. Familiar. I actually learned something this week about dreams. Oh, well, please enlighten me because I want to learn more about dream shit, honestly. I haven't remembered any of mine from the past week, which I'm really upset about because before I was really good at them. And I feel like now that I'm actively trying to remember them, I keep forgetting them. So (laughs) that's fun. But yeah, no, what did you learn? Did you know that depressed people dream more? I mean, fucking, I'm not surprised. It's
0: because... I love that. When you dream, it's the REM sleep cycle. That's when you have the dreams that you remember. Yeah. And depressed people, people with depression, I should say, um, not just people that feel a little bit sad sometimes, but people with (laughs) depression have deeper and longer REM cycles.
1: Whoa. Therefore
0: they're more likely to have these vivid dreams that they remember. And that's why when you're in a really deep bout of depression, you wake up feeling like you haven't slept at all and you have no energy or motivation to do anything because your your brain literally does not shut down as much as the neurotypical brain does. Oh, my God.
1: That, mm. Thinking about that, that makes so much sense. That makes so yeah, much exactly. sense. Yeah, exactly. I was the same. I heard
0: that and I was like, oh, my God, yes, that makes sense.
1: So, like, you don't go into, like, the deep sleep phase of sleep as much. You go into the deep sleep
0: that you – right at that level that you dream. It's, like, deep enough. Yeah, but you don't go into that relaxed sleep. That's why when you're depressed and you sleep for really long stretches, you wake up not feeling refreshed because although you slept for a long stretch, your REM cycle was also really long.
1: Whoa. Interesting.
0: I thought so too. I was like, oh my gosh. That is super interesting. And I'm glad that I had an opportunity to tell you this because I've had that knowledge for about three days. And (laughs) uh, And you've been sitting on it. You've been desperate to tell me. I think I've got about um, four days until the knowledge leaves my brain, so (laughs) Ah. (laughs) it's almost expired.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: almost expired. I love that. Oh my God. That's that's crazy.
0: I feel like we're a lot more on today than we were last episode.
1: (sighs) Dear listeners, I want to apologize for last episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, oh lord, Jace was a bit sick. I, I feel like I, <laughs> I, I, don't know if I don't know if it's just a BPD thing. Um, but I definitely really feed <laughs> off of other people's energies and I mirror them. You caught. So whatever energy it through me, yeah. Whatever energy <laughs> I'm being given, I tend to give back. Yeah. Um, so Jace being delirious (laughs) means that I become delirious. Oh, mate. It was a really delirious,
0: weird, but also strangely low energy kind of
1: episode. Yeah. How Um, was editing that for you?
0: It was a nightmare because we recorded for about two hours and I think I cut about
1: 15 minutes of that.
0: I cut. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a big one. It was a bit, And a lot of it was just bullshit. But I, all of it pretty much was bullshit. I mean, yeah, all of it was bullshit. <laughs> but it was fun. It
0: was still fun. Yeah. And look, this is going to happen. We <laughs> try to get an episode out every week and there's going to be some weeks where one or both of us are just off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. And especially because like we're not professionals. We are people. We, we do this. We do this for fun. Um a lot of the times we go into this with like skeletons of an idea of what we're gonna talk about that day, and we just kind of run with it and we let it go from there. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are like very high production values and you know, very planned out. And yeah, that's not us. (laughs) We can't always replicate that because we're we're essentially two amateurs. And even some of the professional podcasts I listen to have off days. Like fuck. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've been listening to an episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me by my beloved McElroy brothers um, and one or more of them is just having a real off day. It happens. It happens, you know. We're exactly. not performing monkeys. Well, I mean, we kind of are performing monkeys, <laughs> but, you know, we're allowed to be tired.
0: Exactly. And too.
1: I did take
0: my temperature after we stopped recording and I did have a fever. And then I went oh, to Jesus. bed. And yeah. I was just, and then for two days I was just an absolute mess. And then this week, one of my kids was homesick. So, but you know what? She doesn't have to record a fucking podcast. So whatever. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Fuck I a you, a more pressure no, I'm sorry. On me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. She knows I love her. Yes, um, she does. But yeah, no, it, it can be a lot of pressure sometimes. Like, mm-hmm some that there, there have been weeks where i've been a bit down um i've managed to like perk myself back up cuz like i said i tend to mirror energy yeah so if you're in a good mood and i start out low i'll i tend to perk up throughout the episode mhm um but yeah like y- you can't always do that sometimes you're just going to have a low energy one and you end up saying some insane shit <laughs> i think that with
0: our alphabet of disorders Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we're very used to masking and pretending that we're okay when we're not
1: yes yes
0: and I think that both of us sometimes come to the recording knowing that we're gonna have to put it on and put on a show but Mm. also I feel like when I talk to you I don't need to do that. I don't have to pretend that I'm okay when I talk to you, but yeah. just talking to you and knowing that I can sit here and talk shit with you every week, at least once a week, I yeah. get to talk to you, it makes me – it perks me up anyway. There's yeah. so many times that I've I felt like shit and it's like when you're super depressed and you don't want to get into the shower and it's you'll procrastinate it for so much and you're like, oh, I don't want to fucking oh, do this. Mate. I don't want to get in the shower. And then you yep. get in the shower – and you don't want to get out. That's kind of what this recording this podcast can be sometimes. I don't know how you feel about no, it. but
1: that that's 100% it. It's one of those things that like once I'm there, I'm there. And I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, we're doing this. And um, it's not
0: because I don't want to talk to you.
1: No, it—it no. it,
0: it, it is very draining.
1: Yeah, it can be very draining. And when
0: you're already feeling drained. <laughs> but I do really enjoy doing this. And that's why even though... If I feel like maybe neither of us are performing our best, like last, uh, last episode, I kind of, I kind of thought maybe it's like, should we really put this out? Should we put out this episode? And then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. We're human. We can't be on all the time. And also I did enjoy talking to you for that. I was sick. I was miserable. We didn't really talk about much. But you still made me laugh in that episode, and it still lifted my mood. And so <laughs> I. Uh,
1: whatever. Thank you. I was channeling how much I wanted some cocaine at that moment
0: in time. <laughs> Mr. Netflix.
1: Because the answer to does Re want some cocaine right now is always yes. Oh my like, God. Tri- trigger wanting drugs. <laughs>
0: Like, which we should have had
1: on the last episode, but we. Oh, we, <laughs> we should have trigger warnings on most of these.
0: I um, feel like a blanket statement should just be. I think, a, yeah, look it's out. like a
1: blanket statement. We're going to discuss adult topics. We're going to discuss <sighs> mental health. There might be mentions of alcohol, drugs, sex.
0: We will discuss you at some point.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm not shy about the fact that I, I love uppers. Uppers are great, and. I, 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 something I've noticed is, um, I think, and I think a lot of, uh, people with ADHD that, uh, partake in recreational drugs, uppers make you feel kind of normal in yep, a good way. Self-medicating. You feel good. You're just like, oh, wow, I can function. It's great. Like I've recreationally taken, uh, Dexys a lot. Uh, well, and yeah, I, they're just, yeah. Dro- like it's they are just meth. ADHD medication. <laughs> you're taking meth. <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah. It's 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 meth, but it's meth that we use to medicate people. Um, yeah, like I'm not medicinal meth. Medicinal (laughs) meth. It's meth. It's meth. Nah, I'm like trying to like put meth in a pun. It's not working.
0: Here's a pun for you. Okay, okay. Uh, you you should start Mm -hmm. your own uh cocaine. For depressed people business okay. and call it and call it uppers for downers <laughs> oh,
1: fuck okay all right i'll give Sorry. you that one i'll give you that one you know and you know how much i hate Thank to give you, you one um <laughs> oh mate well, give it to me you and your puns that, but that was good that was uh, a good. give one. it to me baby uh-huh uh-huh
0: pretty fly for a white guy was actually written about uh me <laughs> asking for praise for my bad puns yeah yeah They wrote that about me.
1: You know, neglecting the fact that you are neither white or a guy. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am fly, though. You
1: are fly. You are fly. Pretty fly (laughs) for a... Person. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. I don't know where that came out of, but yes, I do. I was just thinking
0: about... Well, you were talking about... um... Drugs and things like that. And that made me think about hallucinations. I also, I believe in ghosts. And I was telling my psych about um, how sometimes I hear footsteps when I'm home alone. This is before we got the cat. Or I was telling her about how I hear heavy footsteps going up and down my hallway. And then I'll hear Mm -hmm. voices. And sometimes it'll feel like something's grabbing my ankle and tugging on it. I was telling her about that, about how sometimes she was asking me why I can't sleep a lot of the time. And I said, look, I am scared because I feel like I have to stay up and protect my family from this ghost. And she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so I explained to her, I was like, well, sometimes I just feel like there's a presence in the house, and I can hear these footsteps. And the TV turn. I can hear the TV going, and then I look out, and the TV's not on. Or I feel things, breath on my on my back of my neck, and feel things tugging on me. And she said, "That's not a ghost. You're hallucinating. You're mentally ill, and you are hallucinating." Yeah. And I just thought, bitch. Clearly, you don't fucking believe in ghosts, so you know what? Don't come crying to me when <laughs> you're haunted and you want to help. I'm not gonna be there. But <laughs> <laughs> she did say, <laughs> she said, yeah, that that it's yeah. technically. Uh, I think she said pseudopsychosis, and it's their hallucinations, mm. and it's all to do with my mental illness. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. No, I was I was going to say I I have this. I get um. I get auditory hallucinations. I hear things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like that that's a part of BPD that doesn't get talked about at all. Um, no, I, no one. Everyone just to, thinks. Yeah. I used to think that I was possibly schizophrenic. Um, so yes. Because see, everyone just thinks that that's schizophrenia. Yeah. Everyone thinks that like that's if, if you're hearing things, that's the one you have. And like mm-hmm. nothing against schizophrenics, but that's not what I have. Exactly people with schizophrenia sorry um that's not what I have like it's just very much not what I have mm-hmm. um so yeah like one time I told an ex-boyfriend that like I heard things sometimes and he's like that's not good uh. <laughs> um but yeah no I get auditory hallucinations all the time um you know a lot of it will be voices that I know mm. um so I hear my mom and my stepdad a lot um me too I don't, n- yeah. not your mum and stepdad, but like <laughs> my, my parents. Oh my God. Wendy. <laughs> I would love if you're just hallucinating my mum. <laughs> just like, oh, there's Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Wendy just asking if you're okay. <laughs> do you, so do you think, right, that mm.
0: ghosts are a thing, like spirits and things like that are an actual thing or do you think mm. that everyone who claims to have seen ghosts are uh, hallucinating? ¿Por qué because... los dos?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. I think that there are going to be some situations in which there is definitely something going on and I think there are going to be situations in which there are out like outlying factors. Like I know that um, if there's like a like a gas leak in your house, mm. that can lead to you like... Hallucinating shit like that. Um, mental illness can be a factor, definitely. But then there's also some shit that just, like... Happens. I Either can't be explained or the only explanation you could come up with is real convoluted and, like, coincidental. And it's like, I don't know, dude. I don't fucking know. But then again, I'm into that we're nonsense. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Legit, I think there's a lot...
0: People... Comedians talk about this all the time: is that the difference between white people and people of color is that if white people move into a house and there's bad presence and things are happening, the white people will be like, oh, let's stick it out. Everything's fine. But the people of color Mm -hmm. will be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And so comedians say that shit all the time. But it's hard because having BPD and all of, you know, and the disorders Mm -hmm. that I have, you don't know what is real and what isn't regularly so yeah you go into a house and it has bad vibes you're like is this real am I really feeling these bad vibes is this my intuition or is this my fucking disorder
1: no exactly exactly it can be really hard to kind of like separate all of that from each other mm-hmm. it's, it's have difficult you, <laughs> have you seen a ghost do like yes. do you
0: re- recall
1: yeah Tell, oh, yeah. Tell me about I've it. I've seen a ghost. Uh, I've I... seen a ghost. Um, so um, I can't remember if I've ever mentioned this before, but uh, my dad's side of the family um, are farmers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up, um, we have, they have a couple of farms up like, like the central coast, but then like inland. Mm. Um, so around that area, um, we have a farm. I say we. It's not me. It's like my auntie or some shit. Um, but I grew up going up like to weekends on that farm with my little brother and my dad um, because my auntie. I again, I say auntie. It's my dad's cousin, so like second cousin technically. But you you fucking mm-hmm. know what families are like. Everyone's an auntie or I'm a cousin. I'm South like, you're just Auntie. I know. Yeah, everyone's a fucking auntie. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, she had two daughters, um, and the elder one is literally a week younger than me, so very close to my mm-hmm. age, and the younger one is, I think, like, maybe a year older than Shane. So, very close age range for all of us, um, and we all got along really well, so we would go up there for, like, weekends sometimes. Uh, and down the back of the property, there's a creek. Um mm. I remember at one point, apparently, we saw a crocodile there. I can't remember that. Um, But there were whispers of it. Um, There was a time that I nearly uh, rolled over my auntie's Jeep uh, when I was, like, 12. Uh, Because when you do farm shit, everyone drives. Like, the kids drive. Yeah. When you live in a country town like that. Um, But I do remember one time we were down near the creek and I saw a girl, like, very, very, very pale and moving very quickly. Um, that just sounds like you. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't your reflection? <laughs> no, because they're wearing a white dress and when the fuck ever would oh, I wear yeah, a white will dress? No. would not wear white. No. <laughs> no. I will, wear white, I will wear a white dress one time in my life. That's when I get married. And even then, I'm not sure if I'm going to wear a white dress or if I'm going to get married. Um, but yeah, and... I asked my cousins and my brother if they saw it, and they didn't. I was the only one that saw it. Oh my um, God. which made me like like that's the thing. I feel like if everyone had seen it, there could be a more logical explanation. But yeah. I was the only one that saw it. And I out of all of like my family and all my cousins and everything, I've always been the one that's been the most attuned to those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But also it could just be that I'm the most mentally ill person in my family. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no. I, Everyone's got to be good at something. <laughs> I've definitely seen something. I've also seen a very tall man in the corner of my room uh, back, in my Ooh, in back in my house in Blacktown. Back in my house in Blacktown. And he had a... He, he didn't have a malevolent energy. He had a very like grandfatherly energy. Like he was watching over me. It was unnerving. It was creepy. Um, but I... I felt scared more because it was unknown, but I didn't mm-hmm. get vibes from this dude that he wanted to hurt me. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of there, you know, like my, the house might've been built over his old house or something, whatever. Um, there was also a park near my house in Blacktown. And mm-hmm. I can't I remember. Know I can't, well, there's, there was a few. I can't remember if this was true or not. It was like a nature reserve that was apparently built on like an aboriginal indigenous sorry um like burial ground wow um i don't know if i heard that so we were like told to not go in there i will i will pull up google maps later and i'll show you where it was um and i'll um see if it's like the same thing that you're thinking of
0: i've seen a couple of ghosts were you were the ones that you saw did they look like humans like were they solid form? Were they humanoid? Were they full color? They were
1: human. They were human, but shadowy.
0: Mm. How old were you when this, when either both of those happened?
1: Um. So the the dude in my room was like the whole time that I was living at that house in Blacktown. So from the ages of four Whoa. to 22. I don't think of all the
0: times I've slept over at your house, I don't think we ever slept in your room. We always slept in the living room no. on the pull-out couch. No.
1: Yeah, we never slept in my room. I I very rarely had people sleep in my room, and that was one of the reasons.
0: I wish I'd slept in there, and then I could see it, and then I'd be like... You could see him. There's yeah. a fucking man in here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he was chill. He was just chilling. He was there, you know, just very tall. Like, I don't know why he was so tall, but he was tall. Um, But, yeah... I don't know. The
0: first time I remember seeing a ghost is I was probably mm. maybe six or seven. And yeah. I woke up and rolled over and at standing in front of my cane shelf, yeah, there was an outline of a man and it was glowing green around it. You know, when you stencil something, you put something down and then you spray paint it and then you lift it up and then there's the very crisp lines and then it fades out into the rest of it. Yeah, it was that. It was a man standing there and it was a green glow and I freaked. I screamed and I got up and I ran down the hallway to my parents' room and I was like, there's a man in my room, there's a man in my room, there's a man in my room. Then my parents were like, oh, fuck, and they got up. And then they came into my room. My dad was, like, ready to fucking murder whoever, whichever yeah. man was in his small child's bedroom. But there was no one there, and he checked the house, and then he asked me to describe the man to him, and I said he was green and he was glowing. And then yeah. my dad was like, oh, you just had a bad dream. And then my then Gabby was like, it was probably your granddad. He was probably coming to visit you, and you scared him, so he'll never come back. And Oh,
1: my God, even... <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. You're kidding me. I w- wow.
0: And I remember after her telling me that it was my granddad that I never got to meet because I he died when I think when Gabby was pregnant with me. Yeah. After hearing that it was likely him, I remember asking, I never, I think that's the only time I ever prayed because we weren't raised religious. But I remember after that, some days being like god please send my granddad back i didn't mean to to upset him i'm sorry oh. that you know i was just scared i promise if oh he comes back god, i'll talk god, to him so and i won't sweet though. um yeah and he never came back and oh. i was like fuck if i hadn't freaked out then maybe he would have returned and i don't know but it's i i made My parents get rid of the cane shelf after that because that's what he was standing in front of. And I regret that big time because not only do I think maybe I got rid of it and then that was the attachment that he had to it because that was a hand-me-down from my auntie, I think. Yeah. And not only do I think that if I'd kept that, then maybe he would still be attached to it. But also, those things are worth a fuck lot of money now.
1: Have you seen how much they go for? <laughs> no, I haven't. Fuck. They I've go... Got, I've got some of Wendy's old furniture like, in the garage, like, that I'm planning on. The cane shelves... Yeah. Um,
0: ...go for, like, $800 now, the vintage ones.
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Imagine if I still had that. Could have sold your granddad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Instead, I made I made them throw him away. <laughs>
1: God damn it! Fuck <laughs> off, grandpa. I was gonna say plot twist: the dude in my room was your granddad. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, had very grandfatherly energy. What was mm. his name? Uh, Janos. Janos. Okay. Hungarian. Ah, oh, Janos. Cool.
0: Like John, but
1: Janos. yeah, yeah. Hungarian. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, all hung, all Hungarian John. Yeah,
1: yeah. Can I tell? I got to tell you,
0: I got the shit teased out of me at school for being Chilean and Hungarian.
1: Is it because? Yeah. Is it because you're from Hungary yep. and from Chile?
0: It's because or I was I can... hungry for chilies.
1: Oh my god. Yeah,
0: oh and my look, god. as an adult, I can look back and appreciate that that's actually quite clever. But mm. as As a 9 and 10-year-old, I was absolutely gutted that people were chanting that at me. And,
1: yeah, it was pretty... I fucking hated it. I just got called a nerd and I got teased for having boobs when I was (laughs) 8. Because I got boobs when I was 8. And I remember, like, in, in like, year 5 and shit, like, the dudes in class used to tease me for having boobs. And thinking back on it now, it's like, well... Well, I mean, I'm sh- like. Don't think it's so funny now, do you guys? I don't think it's so funny now? I got big titties, <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> but yeah, no, like kids, kids will say some awful things, but mm-hmm. regrettably, that is kind of funny. That one,
0: I know. And now I can appreciate it, but there's still so much trauma attached to it that I can't laugh at it. But look, I respect it.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: just hurts me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I like, um
0: yeah yeah no you go on go ahead no no <laughs> um another time I saw a ghost
1: oh okay okay
0: I dated a guy who worked his mum owned a church do you know do you remember um fucking the church at prospect the gra- the graveyard and the church at prospect Jace my house was in prospect basically so yes Yes. Yeah, but you you remember the, the, yeah. the prospect graveyard. Um, I dated a guy whose mum owned a ghost tour company who would oh do ghost tours of that church and of the graveyard. And he was like always trying to get me to come to these yeah. tours with him. And then one day I was like, all right, all right, I'll come. So I went to one of his little tours and then they tried to get me to go into the the old church and they – he told me this story about the fire in the old church and there was a priest there and he couldn't get out. He was trying to get out, he couldn't and then he died and now he haunts the church. And then yeah. he was trying to get me to go in. He was like, come on, we'll just have a look and I was like, yeah. no fucking way. I was like, look,
1: I'm yeah. not religious
0: I don't want to piss him off by stepping foot inside a church. I'm not going into a church that you tell no, me is haunted. Funny, thank you. When I don't follow that God. And he was like, he was like, oh, come on, don't be a wuss. Come on, there's nothing's going to happen. I'll be there with you. I was like, there's no fucking way. No way. And he just kept trying to get me to go in. And I was like, first of all, ghosts. Second of all, I'm not going into an abandoned area at night with a boy. I just wasn't gonna do that. It's like, no way yeah. I'm putting myself in that situation. So I did yeah.
1: And then it he, turns he out was, he was trying to finger you. He wanted to finger you.
0: <laughs> That's it. The yeah, the, yep, right in front of God and the dead priest.
1: Yeah, which is just unacceptable. I would love to have sex in a church. I've had sex in a churchyard, but not in a church. But sorry, go on. <laughs> Fing- f- fingered for Jesus. Fingered for Jesus.
0: Um. <laughs> But I wouldn't go in. And it turns yeah. out that he was going to try and lock me in there anyway and scare <gasps> me. And I was like, I swear to God, if you had fucking done that to me, I would have broken up with you on the spot. I would have what a fucking little killed cunt. him if he'd done that to me.
1: What yeah. a little yeah. cunt. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, fuck that. Fuck that. No. No. So
0: I would not go in there with him. But then we were walking around the, grave, the graves and stuff. Mm. And then I saw this white light down at the end of the graveyard. And I wanted to go mm. and check it out check out that way. But he was like, no, 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 don't go down there. We're not allowed to go down there. I was like, why aren't we allowed to go down there? And he's like, oh yeah, just stuff happens down there and we're not allowed to take people down there. And I was like, bitch, you run a ghost tour. Like you, your mum does ghost tours and you do ghost tours and you don't want to take me down there because shit happens down there. I thought that was your whole thing. Um, But yeah, like I was seeing lights and stuff like white glowing figure in the distance Whoa. and he wouldn't let me go down there. So I think that was like a possibly the, the actual church wasn't haunted. He was just trying to get me in there, but yeah, down there was like something actually to be frightened of.
1: Holy shit. So not only is this guy a cunt, he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I so
0: should just have been various... fingering him.
1: <laughs> yeah. You should have been fingering him. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, uh, you could have seen a ghost, man. He robbed dead you now. of one chance. <laughs> fuck. He's fuck a man, ghost now.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. Actually, oh. I got quite upset. We'd broken up by that point for quite a while, but yeah, he ended up getting. Wait, wait, team. wait,
1: wait. He's dead now.
0: Yeah, he's dead. Oh shit, that one. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 oh. not that one. Oh my god, I've got two dead ex-boyfriends. Have you Holy had fuck.
1: more? Ex- You've had two ex-boyfriends <laughs> that have died. Did I do this? <laughs>
0: You know the movie Good Luck Chuck about <laughs> how he dates someone and, and then, then they th- end up marrying the next
1: boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you don't ever divorce Michael or your kids will. Uh... <laughs> He's fucked. Yeah. He is fucked. Yikes. I mean, but then I can move in and be their dad. which Fuck yeah. Which is the way that it's meant to be. I should be their father. But, you know, you had to go and marry a guy. <laughs> But no, that's fair.
0: <laughs> Look, we've had this discussion before. You didn't stand up at the wedding. I know. Let's just not get into it. Next
1: time, next time I'll stand up at the wedding. I mean, I will be standing up because I'll be a bridesmaid. But you know, <laughs> I'll stand up even more. I'll get on You'll my tippy get up toes. on the table. Yeah, yep. oh, oh, like you don't think I would get up on the table? That is one hundred percent something I would do. Yeah, I've seen so. you up on a table before. Jesus, you have. Why am I? Su- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. This is probably just another one of those things that I can't remember because brain fucked.
0: A couple of our ghost experiences mm-hmm. were when we were young. Mm-hmm. Like you were four, I was five or six. Yeah. How does that fit in with the hallucination thing? What was. Do you think that that was something. I mean. In our brain chemistry that was making us hallucinate these things? Possibly. Or is that. Is that the instance where you think that that was actually a ghost or a spirit? I think,
1: I think that could have been the instance where it's real. Because apparently, like, when you're really young, that's when you're still kind of... Like, that's when your, um, like, sensitivity to that shit is the highest anyway. Probably because you're closest like, to death when you're young. I don't know. Op- you know, opposite death, birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, further you we- the further you get away from opposite death, the opposite... <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, I can't form words. You know what I mean, though. Like, yes, <laughs> the, and also just the further that you like age and become like a cynic, you know, yeah. you start finding explanations for things, and because you stop a lot of having that imagination and sense of wonder,
0: and a lot of people look at you, look down on people who believe in those kinds of things, like UFOs, ghosts, all of that kind of thing. I've mentioned yeah. before that I believed in fairies until I was 11. Like I believed in fairies. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're an adult, you're seen as being crazy if you believe in those things. So a lot oh of yeah, us, I think, suppress it. Again, the masking. Yeah. Like we want to be seen as a normal part of society. So when we can, we just suppress it. We push it down. And then I think a lot of that wonder and magic goes away.
1: Yeah. That, yeah no I understand that it's kind of kind of heartbreaking I was re- isn't it
0: <laughs> it is it's really sad yeah.
1: I was reading
0: um I was reading a study about BPD and psychosis because like you mentioned before when you experience these kinds of things for the first time your first thought is I'm schizophrenic I'm gonna go and murder someone hmm. like I'm a step away from the voices telling me to do bad things kind of yeah. thing because that's what we see in the media that's what yeah explained to yeah. us no
1: I, I was gonna say that's very much told. like the media's idea of that particular cluster mm-hmm. of mental illnesses like I I'm fairly sure that actually experiencing it is somewhat different because like I yeah like schizophrenia is another one of those ones that is heavily stigmatized. Like it's up there with BPD. It's, prob- it's probably yeah. higher than BPD. I'm going to be honest, you know, as much as I like yep. to make myself yep. the center of everything. Um, <laughs> schizophrenia is one of those ones that is like way, even more demonized than BPD. Like yep. It's really unfortunate.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Because people with BPD are seen as crazy and obsessive, but yes. people with schizophrenia are seen as, dangerous yes and murderous Uh because that's that's how the media portrays them in movies and in um even in true crime things like i listen to things now that are produced in the last few years podcasts and such that heavily imply that the mental stability like um either bpd or schizophrenia has a lot to do with the why they were why they murdered why they raped why they did this or that. Yeah, yeah. So when that's all you see that's that's what you think it is. Yeah,
1: it is. It's scary. It's unfortunate. It's just really sad. It is. Sad. And it feels
0: it is. It's I I thought that I it's much like when I thought that I had Alzheimer's. Mm. Um with my memory loss it scared me to the point where I was like I'm going crazy I'm gonna lash out I'm gonna do something um so I looked it up and I ended up googling BPD and hallucinations yeah that's that's what I ended up googling I googled a whole bunch of other stuff that led me to other terminology and all of that and then I found a study that said that um 22 uh, I found a study that said that young people with BPD I'm counting us as young, <laughs> yeah. um, can experience hallucinations and it's higher in those who have really bad anxiety and depression. Well, hey, so that's the combination us. of BPD with the anxiety and depression uh, call for, make for more hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. And that 20 to 50% of people report with BPD report psychotic symptoms. So yeah, 50% is quite a high number.
1: Yeah. BPD psychosis is a thing. I've, I've had psychotic episodes before. It's terrifying.
0: Yeah. Me too. I, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, they were saying that childhood trauma and PTSD mm. also, um, people with those things in their history, uh, can experience the hallucinations as well
1: yeah so it's no surprise that we get them both
0: of us have all of that
1: (laughs) yeah yeah wow you've done your research i love it i
0: have Mm. i feel really smart this episode last episode i was a big fucking lump of shit (laughs) steaming turd but this episode i'm on that's it i'm on i'm really proud of (laughs) you
1: that's really cool
0: thank you yeah you said that you have experienced psychosis yes
1: Yes, I have experienced psychosis. Um, That's not something I'm prepared to talk about right at this moment.
0: No, that's fine. I was going to say if you're not comfortable. (laughs) Well, I
1: will will at some point. It's just one of those things where I will have to kind of like dig deep. Um,
0: Yeah. Because off
1: the top of my head, I have like blanked a lot of it. I have blanked it. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it it has happened.
0: Do you remember the time that I messaged you and I was freaking out? Because I was like.
1: Which time? (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry that hurts that
0: really hurts no um sorry no it doesn't it's fine um yeah the time that I messaged you and I was freaking out saying my legs aren't my legs
1: yes I remember that I had to talk you down
0: oh my god I I was ready to chop like I was literally ready to go and get Mm -hmm. a bread knife and start chopping my legs off because I was convinced I was like these aren't my legs they're not my legs someone else's legs are on my legs they're not mine they don't feel like mine, I, I'm not moving them, I'm, I'm not doing this of my own free will. And I was lying there and I was just like freaking out. I was convinced that my legs were not my legs and that I had someone else's
1: legs. Had you perhaps had a visit from the footman from my dream? I had the footman visit me. Oh, my God. IRL. He swapped your legs. <laughs> <laughs> he took my legs. <laughs> Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I d- again. Fuck. Yeah. You had to talk me down from that big time. I did.
1: I did. Yeah.
0: Because I – That was, that thank was a God big friendship you because, <laughs> Oh, Aww. my God. Don't I honestly – if I think if I hadn't have had you to talk to about that – because there, there's no one else in my life that I feel safe enough to talk about those kinds of things with because I feel – there are other people um, – you know, my, my friend Tori, I feel comfortable talking about certain things to do with chronic illness and things like that. But there's no one else in my life that I would trust to tell about these sorts of things that make me, make me look crazy and make me feel crazy. Because not only do I know that you would, even if you haven't experienced it, you would understand what I'm going through, yeah. but I know that you would never judge me for that. And if I hadn't have had you to talk to about my legs not being my legs, <laughs> I don't know what I genuinely don't know what I would have done in that, in that moment Jason. because I was convinced and all I knew was I had to get them off me. You're I fucking, had to get them off
1: you're me. You're making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've already sorry. cried. I've already cried today over getting MCR tickets. Now you're making me cry. <laughs>
0: friendship. I'm sorry.
1: Oh my God. But, but that was one, yeah. of one of the
0: scariest moments of my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could be there for you, you know. Thank you. Aww.
0: Have you ever seen your skin crawl? Like, you know how people, I'm, I'm jumping around all sorts of topics. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of going for it. But have you ever seen or felt like you've seen your skin crawl? Because people mention, oh, yeah, I was so scared my skin was crawling. But
1: I, I've never seen it but I don't look at my, I don't, when I'm in the midst of like a real side, like a bad psychotic episode, I don't look at myself. Yeah. Looking at myself is the most dangerous thing for me to do in that situation. Mm-hmm. I cannot look at myself. Mm. Um, Cause if I look at myself, I'm going to try, if I look at myself, I'm going to try and tear my own face off. Like yeah. not yeah. going to happen.
0: I fully know that feeling. Yeah. I know that feeling. But yeah. there was one time when I was like, oh my my hand feels a bit weird my arm feels a bit weird and I get that a lot with my chronic illness parts of my body just feel weird and there's no no rhyme or reason there's no explanation it just sometimes you feel weird sometimes things hurt for no reason Mm -hmm. so I lifted my arm up and it looked like under my skin were like just things crawling all underneath the surface of my skin like I can't even describe it holy shit! i was shit, that's like bloody terrifying. i was just looking at my hand and i was like oh shit that's like, terrifying. I, it was fucked and there are so many times that happens and i just i think it's getting worse as i'm getting older
1: yeah well i'm looking forward to turning <laughs> 32 then Thanks. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. <laughs> my skin is
0: crawling. <laughs> my legs are not my own. <laughs> My legs are not my
1: legs. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor was onto something. Um, Taylor was yeah. onto something.
0: That's, that's it. When she redoes that song, you know, she's mm. redone that other album. When she redoes mm-hmm. that one.
1: Yep.
0: She's got she she to be about 32.
1: Yeah. I think she will be 32, actually. I think she was yeah, born she will. in 1989.
0: She was born in, so, was born in
1: 1989. Well, well that, that would be the perfect time for her to redo that album then.
0: Taylor Swift, we know you're listening. Taylor Swift, uh, we know you're
1: listening. Get in contact, <laughs>
0: dyslmpod at gmail.com.
1: Uh, oh, my God. All we yeah. ask for
0: is as a writing ta- let's credit. Let's have Taylor on
1: the pod. That'd be a great time. Oh, yeah, she'll come on. Yeah, Taylor will come on the pod. <laughs> oh, my God. Well... I think that's a good place to end it, um, on a end on a it, slightly it all. Light, uh, yep, end it all. We're gonna, we're gonna go, um, get rid of our legs now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go chop my legs off. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel bad, because I don't want to... If we, if we have any, any friends that are, that are amputees, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> amputees rock, okay? Yeah. That's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> we've got to offend someone every episode Um, (laughs) but yes Uh, so uh, ending on the note of the fact that you are 32 and I am 29, Jace Yes. even though I am a 29 year old emo (laughs) that cried over getting my chemical romance tickets today do you still like me? yes,
0: I love you so (laughs) much so, so, so much yes (laughs) Go on. Sorry. (laughs) Re, even though I feel like I uh, commandeered the podcast, I took over. And even though I I tried, I called you that time and made you convince me not to cut my own legs off. Do
1: you still like me? (laughs) I do still like you. I I like that I could convince you not to cut your legs off. I have power over you. Good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love friends that I can manipulate because I have BPD and I love to manipulate people. Singzies. Uh, once again, that is a stereotype, people. <laughs> but hey, if it fits, it fits. <laughs> we, we love to talk about how we get demonized. That one is a huge fucking stereotype. Mm-hmm. But, but yes. Um, let's not get into that. No, I'm that. not manipulating you. I'm glad you didn't cut your legs off. I Thank love you. you. I love you. <laughs>